to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com thanks for tuning in sluts and scholars is a sex positive shame-free educational podcast where we try to help you talk smart and fuck smarter while we love to give advice and resources please note that this podcast or any emails from us are not intended to be therapy or a replacement for therapy Welcome to another month of Sluts and Scholars. Remember, this season we are doing new themes each month, and November's theme is sex and culture. This month will highlight some of the ways that sex fits into our broader experiences, relationships, and life. We'll be covering topics around social values, spirituality, music, psychedelics, and more. The first episode features Pamela Madsen of Back to the Body Retreats. We talk about sacred intimacy, sexological bodywork, permission for pleasure, wanting more pleasure, affairs, sex worker experiences, pleasure during grief, eating disorders, and so much more. I'm so lucky that Back to the Body is sponsoring part of this episode. Check out their offerings and upcoming events, including one in Los Angeles on the first weekend in December at backtothebody.org. Now to the episode. Welcome back to another week of Sluts and Scholars. I'm Nicoletta Heidegger, and I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and sexologist. And this week, I am excited to welcome Pamela Madsen, such a legend, um, a somatic wellness coach with a master's degree in education. She's coached hundreds of women and couples on their own personal journey back to their bodies. Pamela founded Back to the Body, Inc. and Back to the Body Method, now in its 10th year. She is also the co-creator of Everybody Squirm, Objects for Sensory Experience which we'll have an awesome discount code for um, in the show notes, and was the founder and first executive director of the American Fertility Association. Pamela is a veteran speaker, educator, and has been a blogger for everything from the Huntington Post to Psychology Today and more. And she is the author of the amazing book Shameless, published by Rodal in 2011. Pamela has appeared on 60 Minutes, Oprah, CNN, The New York Times, O Magazine, USA Today, Sex with Emily, Cosmo, Women's Health, BuzzFeed, and now sluts and scholars welcome (laughs) thank you (laughs) okay so i got to do one of these awesome back to the body retreats for you and i feel like this is a place we have to start so tell us about back to the body and then i want to share a little bit about my experience but more about like why this is important and why everyone should do this well it's about female autonomy It's about women being able to reclaim their own sexuality. It's about women getting Epicurean touch. Let's let's say let's say that word again. Epicurean Epicurean touch. touch. Because most most some women have never been touched well. Many women don't know how they want to be touched. Many women are frightened to be touched. They have body shame, they have genital shame. They don't know their desires. They don't know how to ask for what they want. They don't Mm -hmm. understand consent. And really, this is my journey. Yeah. So Shameless, the book that you mentioned, is my memoir, um, which is about me at 40, waking up after, you know, raising, you know, the kids were in high school and beginning college and had a very successful career as a fertility advocate. And everyone around me was having, we called it affairs and cheating. It's because... In 2005 or six or seven, we didn't have sophisticated terms like consensual non-monogamy. We didn't really know about polyamory. It was just cheating. 
And so I know whenever I talk to my like grandma about it, she's like, oh, well, we were all doing that. I was just fucking people. And some of my husbands knew and some of them didn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't want to um, cheat on my man. And um, I was married. I am married, celebrating 40 years. Um, I should get an award. So should he. Um, <laughs> we, all, so, we, all, we all should get an award. But how did you get to a point where you were like, this isn't enough? Well, everybody, all my girlfriends um, that I name in my book is the Martini Circle, they were fabulous. They were having these amazing affairs. They were still married. Yeah. Many of them were still married. And they were happy and they were sexy and they were in their bodies and... And I wasn't. And to be perfectly frank, Nicoletta, I learned everything from gay men. Gay men lit the way for me. And so I had a gay massage therapist. You know, you become close with your therapists. Mm -hmm. And he's telling me about how, you know, he gets these erotic massages and sacred intimacy and body electric and da 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 and da 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 And I was like, oh, oh, I could do that. It's like the woman in the chorus line. I could do that. Boom, boom, boom. I, I could do that. that. Right? So it's I love that. Yes, okay. right? so Which is I this could, trademarked? I don't know. There, there we go. So I went and um, went looking. And today it's so different than it was yeah. 12 years ago um, or 15 years ago. Well, and, and stereotypically, this is such a, a, like a men's game. Oh, my right? God. If, if you, you were want a man, to have like, intimate touch it's easier to find a rub and tug than it is to like find a vulva massage. What's true, especially then, was if you were a man, you could have Genghis Khan's twin daughters come to your house and, you know, work you up and back. If you had a vulva, it was drier than a desert. I mean, I looked. And so I, I ended up going to a gay men's website kind of like a rent men kind of thing, mm -hmm. um, which I don't think exists anymore, but that kind of a thing. And I started writing to them. I kind of had key words, sacred intimate. <laughs> well, someone Just, fuck me. <laughs> right? Well, I didn't want to be fucked. I wanted... Oh, yes. This is a good delineation. Yes. I didn't want to be fucked. I didn't want an affair. I wanted erotic massage. Mm. And I wanted to feel my body. I wanted another man's hands on my body because I got married as a virgin and I wanted something... I wanted a new meal that was not going to burn down my house. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can read Shameless. I went through a whole slew. Yeah. I found these beautiful men um, who held me, who taught me, um, who schooled me um, yeah, in sexological body work and one-way touch. And, and for folks listening for the first time, if you want to learn a little more about exactly what sexological body work is, you can check out the episode with pleasure mechanics. But you use this other word, sacred intimate. Yes. What is a sacred intimate? Well, sacred intimate is Joseph Kramer, Dr. Joseph Kramer, who's the founder of Body Electric, the creator of sexological body work and mm -hmm. sacred intimacy in our time. Mm -hmm. Because remember, all these things have existed in other, other forms and, and, and other permutations forms yeah. throughout you know, our, our lifetimes, mm -hmm. lifetimes before. And um, so sacred intimacy was the precursor to sexological body work, and it allowed for two-way touch and nudity for both. And again, it depends on the practitioner. Yeah. Um, he wanted to mainstream this. He wanted to make this more accessible, and he wanted to make a profession. 
So he created sexological body work, which is really what I do. It's really sexological body work. We call it the back to the body method because in some ways it's a combination, even though we don't do nudity for the practitioners, mm-hmm. we do intimacy. Mm. And so we're, we're straight sexological body work often doesn't include intimacy. It's often non-relational. Mm-hmm. It's, and, and as you experienced, it's quite relational. Yeah. On our table. Yeah. Women are hugged. They're held. Oh, I cried a lot. Yeah. And it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. In strict sexological body work, you may cry a lot, but in strict sexological <laughs> body work, but you won't necessarily be gathered up into loving arms. Mm-hmm. Um, you won't necessarily have eyes meeting you. Um, we're much more relational than strict sexological body work, which is why we started to call it the back to the body method in also honoring Joseph Kramer and sexological body work, because really that's the pillars of our work, where the practitioners remain clothed. It's one-way touch. The practitioners wear gloves. Um, They're not in contact with clients after retreats. We use a triadic model where there are female safe ports who meet with and hold space for clients before and after the sessions. So pure transparency. And so what happened was I had many different experiences as a woman figuring this out, Mm -hmm. became certified in sexological body work, mostly because I wanted to look under Mother Nature's skirt, Mm. not necessarily because I thought I was going to build a career around this. And I was open. And you wanted more. I wanted more. And it it changed my life. I was bulimic. I mean, I don't talk a great deal about that. But There's I had, such an intersection had, between eating disorder and sexual pleasure stuff. It's massive. Absolutely, and body image. And what happened for me was after my first time on the table, mm-hmm. I didn't have an urge to binge and eat. Interesting. And it literally disappeared. Like, And I took Prozac, and I did therapy, and I did all these things. I haven't binged and participated in that kind of behavior. If you had to like name the, I know there's so many layers, but if you had to kind of name the master key, what do you think it was about the the getting body work? I think my body was fed a meal it really needed, Mm -hmm. that I was trying to fill with other things. Mm. I think it was an opportunity to express But you were still hungry. Yeah. And I was having orgasms. Me and my husband knew how to licky, licky, sucky, sucky, fucky, fucky. We did all the things. <laughs> I did doggy. You know, this wasn't like a missionary. Whoa, freaky. This, yeah, I know. Like, this wasn't a missionary household. I pegged him, you know. Nice. Gave him hemorrhoids. Didn't know what I was doing. But I did it. You know, you know better now. I know, I, you know I, better we're, now. We're way better now. Yeah. But I didn't have, there was something about the touch. You know, Carl Young has this great quote about, and I can't say it by heart, I just put it on my social media, that touch can unwind what the mind cannot. Mm. That there's something about touch that releases trauma, that help, that you release things, and I released bulimia on the table. I can't really tell you why. And and, 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 the body. And, and anorexics um, also start to eat after body work. There's been some studies about that. And, you know, you start to feel better about your body. What we have found at Back to the Body is that this work impacts women um, in various ways. Mm -hmm. So we know that they have better genital self-esteem. Now, put your 
Put your mouth around that sentence. So what does that mean, (laughs) folks? They feel better about their vulva. Okay, so that's important. What we know after women who have attended an immersion retreat is that they learn to ask for what they want and identify desires. And identify what they want, right? A lot of people don't know what the yes feels like in the body. And the no. And the no. And to be able to vocalize that. Um, they heal body shame issues. They heal sisterhood issues. So many women have trouble with other women. Oh, yeah, the competitiveness. And they learn to initiate sex. They become the, hello, I'd like some of that. Are you available? And so women have really big changes yeah. after attending and you came. And so I, got- I came. <laughs> Well, I want to talk about the the different, I mean, for people who listen to the podcast, you know that I am in support of sex work of many different kinds. And I do want to like, not that we need to delineate because it's a bad thing, but I do want to delineate between like maybe general sex work versus like what this is. And I got permission to share this. I know that we have both experienced a more general sex worker person. Um, so if you're comfortable talking about it, like how did just the like, the touchy, touchy, sucky, sucky, fucky, fucky stuff differentiate from this. <laughs> and and I haven't watched it yet, but I know we talked about before the, uh, what is it? Good luck to you, Leo Grant. Leo Grant, yes. Right. Gotta watch it. But like, yeah, let's talk about sex work versus like Absolutely. this. Absolutely. So actually I came home, I came to LA right after the retreat you were at mm-hmm. in Colorado. Yeah. Oh, and, this was recent. Oh, yeah. Because oh, I, I thought watched. this was one of the early. Oh, no, 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 okay, no, okay. no, no. I had just, Returned from Colorado. My mother was my mother was dying. I needed distraction. Yep. Um, Pleasure. What I usually turned to wasn't available to be with me. A human who's usually with me, was not available to be with me. Good reminder that you can and are welcome to experience pleasure during grief. Yes. And it can be beautiful. And so I decided, I, so I watched um, Good Luck to You, Leo Grams. And I went... Huh, an escort. Well, that's interesting because back to the body is not about escort and it's not about what they call full service. Mm-hmm. And I, I something I had never done. I was like, okay, well, I'm in a hotel and I can do this. And I was with <laughs> one of our practitioners, Cosmo. I said, Cosmo, how would you think about me doing this? And he was like, oh, yeah. So we like... <laughs> We we went and we scrolled through the guys and we picked it out and Cosmo um, set up the sex toys for us. And then he went down to meet the dude and bring the guy up the stairs. Hey, nice to have like a little, you had your own little safety port. I had person. my own little safe port. And when he opened the door and there the guy was, I mean, Cosmo looked at me and he was a nice looking guy. He could have been on the, on an Abercrombie and Finch ad. Okay. Like clean cut, good looking Marlboro man, you know. Um, bright, college-educated, going for his PhD in psychology or something. Hey, you got to pay for that PhD. You got to pay for it. And, you know, he came in, and I, the moment I saw him, I knew that I wasn't attracted. Mm. And I looked at Cosmo, and Cosmo looked at me, and I went, oh, my God, I don't know. Don't go far. And I, and I jumped onto the bed, and I surrounded myself with pillows, and I said, you sit there. <laughs> What was it about him that you knew? I, I don't know. 
know. You yeah. know how like there's just an energy. It, yeah, like erotic attraction. Like yeah. it was not you didn't this feel immediate. The, the pussy it wasn't just like <laughs> exactly. There wasn't this immediate thing, and then it was like, oh my god. But I, you can build that. You can. Sometimes we don't have it initially. Right. And but this was like a twelve hundred dollar four hour experience. Yeah, you don't you have know? time to build it. <laughs> I mean, it's so different. Let's say than our model of back to the body where. It's about the woman, not about the man, but you also get to meet your practitioner ahead of time. And there are welcome calls and then mm. there's meetings and, you know, and the, by the time you get on the table, you're well primed mm-hmm. to receive touch from this human. Yeah, this so is a little th- more raw, raw dog in it. Right. This is like the guy is walking in. He's got a heart on. He's ready to go. Yes. And I'm this like. This was my experience, yes. too. And I was like, okay, when you take a breath. And I tried to play because, you know, I'm, I am a sex educator. And I was like, well, maybe if I had a pillow fight with him and like built the energy. Or maybe if I played hide and seek. Or maybe if I, <laughs> I did like all these things and I showed him this, the squirm claws and I showed him how to use it. Like, how would this feel? Yeah. And would and then, recommend also, like I said, there'll be a little discount code in the episode description, but the squirm <laughs> claws are great. They're like, there's claws, but they also have these like soft, add-on mittens that you can have so it's this combination of like sensual but can be a little scratch and tickle yeah it's great scratch and tickle that's literally what they're called right yes i called it i talked to him about the scratch and tickle and we just get your marketing you know yeah i was trying to market me like this is how you could touch you are a good marketer right this is how you could touch me if you were to touch me so you know this guy he was like willing he was so willing and he got me up and he tried to kiss me and he took off my top and he twiddled my nipple. And I was like, okay, I teach women all the time not to endure. Do not endure touch, Pamela. Mm-hmm. I was starting to dissociate. So I, I, I invited him into the bed and I looked at him and I said, you are doing beautiful work with women. This is an important service. You should keep doing this, but not with me. <laughs> And he said, so thank you very much. And I'm now going to take the blanket and I'm going to put it over my head. And when I take <laughs> this the is your blanket, final head and see. Yes. When I take the blanket off my head, you're going to disappear. And he and did, did he? along with the pile of money that I left on the table. Uh. So he had a really good hour. Um, he was a kind man. And there... It just wasn't a match for me. But what do you I, feel like is the balance between willingness to get there versus enduring? Because I, I think some people have, as I've talked about in the podcast, like more responsive desire. And so I don't want to like tell people, oh, well, just grin and bear it, stick it out, it'll get better. And I do think sometimes we need a warm up or sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes we do need to do things to get there. So like, how do we know the difference between enduring versus willingness to build the energy well i was willing (laughs) i was so listen up for some advertiser messages and discounts i think you will love them if you are liking what we're saying in this episode and enjoyed hearing about my sessions at a back to the body retreat with body worker court come check out back to the body's upcoming portal event happening december 2nd to the 4th in los angeles we'll talk about it more towards the end of the episode but this non-residential event is for women to ask questions and explore what back to the body offers in a safe weekend container witness live demonstrations receive the art of adoration experience the lotus lift meditation enjoy workshops and more right now there's only four spots left so go to back slash events slash permission to secure your spot that's back to 
backtothebody.org slash events slash permission to secure your spot. And if you can't make this one, check out their other retreats and awesome offerings. I really feel like Back to the Body retreats changed my sex life and gave me immense healing and community, so please just give yourself permission to show up. If you don't identify as a woman, you can even gift it to a woman in your life who you think deserves more pleasure, aka all of us. If you're not ready to commit, you can even book a Back to the Body free consultation call by going to backtothebody.org just to book a free 30-minute call where they offer professional support on issues involving your intimacy, your body, and your sex life. A back to the body consultation is more than just answering questions about a retreat. It's a personalized session with a professional sexologist to provide you with the support you need to get clear on your goals around sex and intimacy and define what your growing edges around eroticism might be. Once you define your desires, back to the body staff will help you figure out your next steps to hopefully get those met. So check out backtothebody.org to sign up for the portal and or get a free call. That's backtothebody.org. Need to save up for these awesome retreats and events? Get this next advertiser app. As an ADHD person, sometimes, actually all the time, I struggle keeping track of things. This happens a lot with subscriptions, like forgetting to cancel random subscriptions. The amount of times I've done a subscription add-on through the Apple iTunes store for wanting some dumb new filter that I really don't need anymore, it's countless. Just looking at my phone now, like, did I really need to download multiple karaoke apps? At the time, yes, I probably did, but now I suppose I only need one. That's why I love using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Get rid of useless subscriptions with Rocket Money now by going to rocketmoney.com slash S and S. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Most Americans think they spend around 80 bucks a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200. You could be wasting hundreds of dollars each month on subscriptions that you don't even know about. Rocket Money, formerly called Truebill, takes care of that for me. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and then cancels for you whatever you don't still want. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for, and you may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. So get rid of useless subscriptions today with Rocket Money. Go to rocketmoney.com slash S and S. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. That's rocketmoney.com slash S and S. Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney, R-O-C-K money.com slash s a n d s rocketmoney.com slash s and s of course just make sure you don't cancel the subscription to sluts and scholars and rate and review please now back to the episode so how do you know that you're willing well you yeah. show up yeah that's a good start right so if you're doing something like a back to the body or escort or a boyfriend mm-hmm. or bar you got to show up yeah there's the hell yes mm-hmm. right yeah so i had my hell yes yeah because sometimes it's a, mm, maybe I could get to a hell maybe. yes, but it's like a neutral. Right. And so I pulled all the tricks I had out of my bag. And then still. And then it was just not happening. Yeah. And I just noticed in my body that I was enduring and that I needed, it, you know, we teach about voice and choice. So this was a really good opportunity for Pamela mm-hmm. to practice what she teaches. Yeah. Which is... I'm glad you did. Voice and choice. Do not endure. Don't dissociate. Be kind. Because this gentleman was kind. Yeah, he's trying to show up and providing his good service. He was in goodwill. He was lovely. He said, thank you. He disappeared. 
that's how you hope that everyone would receive rejection, but also not everyone gets to walk away with $1,200 right. um, when they get rejected, I wish. Right. <laughs> so mine was very similar. I was in Las Vegas, and I had just gone with friends. We had people visiting from out of the country. We had all this stuff planned. As soon as I got there, I got bronchitis. I, I guess I just have bad luck with, like, getting sick in places. But anyway, I get bronchitis, and— um, my friends feel bad for me. So I'm sitting in the hotel room all like gross and feverish, surrounded by room service, all sweaty, watching some like romantic comedy, just like gross, you know. And I get a knock at the door. Oh, they sent you one? They sent me they, a, a surprise, gift, a, a surprise, surprise escort? a surprise full oh service God. worker. And <laughs> so I answer the door and um and then I think I get a text with a little explanation, but there was I I had no you know, I think my friends knew me. I suppose in retrospect, they should have maybe checked, but I think they trusted that I would send him away if I didn't want him there and would maybe not endure. But I get a knock at the door and he's like, hello, I'm August. And I was like, <laughs> like what? And so he comes in and he's like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, first, can you help me get this room service tray out of here? You know, <laughs> so we like move the room service tray. It's so awkward. I don't know. Like, I figured he has something planned, you know, I'm, I'm totally caught off guard. And I was like, well, um, you know, like, what do you usually do? And, and he, I was like, do you want to like dance for me or something? Like, I don't know. I was just kind of like, like what's pulling the protocol ideas. here? I don't know. I'm just what like pulling ideas out. And, um, the only, this was like many years ago. And I think the only music my friend had on her phone was already downloaded on iTunes on her laptop that she had left at the hotel. And it was only Britney Spears and Daft Punk. So we put on a mix of Britney Spears and Daft Punk and he like danced for maybe like 30 seconds. And it was all of 30 seconds before he was already nude. And he like had a cock ring on. And I was like, <laughs> like you said, just like ready to go, ready, go. ready for action. And for some people, that's what they want. But I yeah. was like, this is not enough warm up for me. Um, and I'm all about like hygiene, sexual health stuff. So I'm like, well, I'll let you finger me. Go to the bathroom and wash your hands. <laughs> so I like send him to the bathroom to go wash his hands. He comes back and the worst fingering ever. Like it was just. <laughs> it was not Epicurean touch. It was not Epicurean touch. I, I made it, you know, I, I lent a hand and like. <laughs> came but it was like a not a great orgasm and then i was just like well thank you go like you did like right. you can go now <laughs> versus right. probably one of my favorite sessions from back to the body was with a practitioner who's been on the podcast before um court vox who's an amazing sacred intimate and all these things would recommend work and retreats all that stuff um and it was Oh, it's just so many more layers. I'll just like run through a few highlights. Um, but like, I think I was having like a hard day or something around some, I don't know, some parent stuff. And basically he was like, people who listen to the podcast know that I'm all about the daddies. So he was like, well, why don't you come sit with daddy? And I was like, ah! <laughs> so go sit with daddy. And he's like, you know, I wrote, a, I wrote a children's book recently. Can I read it to you? And I was like, oh, my God. So I'm like on the lap, listening to the children's book, crying about some kind of something that I needed to cry about. The book was amazing. And then somehow it turned into like this guided imagery of my like ideal fantasy, which is David Bowie, the Goblin King in the Labyrinth. Um, and somehow it went into that. And there was crying. There was orgasming. There was sensual touching. There was like all of these components and also like other body work and holding and safe space and discussion. Like it was just so beautiful. And, 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 and all of this with his clothes on. Yeah. All of this with not, ex not expecting nor, are, and you're asked not to. 
you yeah. know, erotically touch him. Which I will say is is difficult. Mm-hmm. It is difficult to just receive. It is difficult to just take that in and not be like, well, does this person like it? Are they into it? Can I whatever? Like, I will say it is a practice. But I think it's important to be able to practice just and, receiving. And what I love about that, yeah. and so these practitioners are so well-trained, and they're trained to hold all kinds of spaces mm-hmm. in a really safe way for women mm-hmm. and show up where they need to and how he found you in that space and then how you transitioned to the massage table mm-hmm. and how fantasy was brought in and guided meditation. Yeah. And and everyone's sessions are going to look different, right? It's absolutely. so catered to what is going on for somebody and what they're needing. Absolutely. We call the women the secret ingredient. Mm-hmm. So all the women receive five sessions. Yeah. And they're now, um, we just did a little upgrade. All of our sessions are now two hours long. And um, did I miss this upgrade? You missed the upgrade. You were <sighs> at a 90-minute program. That's bullshit. Which Pamela. was, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> it's been 90 minutes forever. And then they were called <laughs> expansions for two hours and masteries for three and we, I just finally got to the space where it's like women just need more time. We need time to really talk to our practitioners mm. and get ready to take our panties off. We're not just necessarily ready to get naked and dive on a table. Yeah, let's talk about time. Tell me about the like magic of time when it comes to building arousal and desire. Because we're never given enough time. We are never given enough time. So the biggest thing for women is that we are prematurely penetrated almost all the time. Because men or I I don't know about female partners. I don't think female partners have this particular issue. Yeah. I guess it could be any gender depending on what you learned or didn't learn. Exactly. So we learn that when you're wet, you're ready. Mm -hmm. And what's true is that when you're wet, you're aroused. And some women may not even get wet and still be aroused. Or they have desire and the body's just not not lining up. So giving women the opportunity to experience arousal in its full flower. Mm -hmm. which So we do two demos at the retreat. One is just arousal. And I shouldn't say just. One is appreciating arousal. And we also demonstrate to women— Like not trying to get to the finish line. Right. We, in fact, there is no finish line. It's just the experience of pleasure in your full body. Mm-hmm. And also encouraging women to move and get off their backs. And ta- I call it table dancing. And then this, the second demo does include perhaps climaxes, if that's what my body is willing, wanting and willing to go there because they're not scripted demos. Um, So giving women time to really drop into their body, giving women time to truly learn about receiving. It's difficult, right? Mm -hmm. We're used to giving, touching back. Oh, you know, maybe I should be giving him a blowjob right now. Maybe I should be stroking him. Mm -hmm. Is he getting tired? What should I do? So in this container, actually, it's against the rules. The rules are you are receiving one-way touch. You're not receiving one-way emotion. So your practitioner will engage emotionally with you. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll open your eyes and and they're mostly male practitioners, but we yeah. do have females. When you open your eyes, their eyes will be there for you. They're giving 
you presence, mm-hmm. safety, and attention, something that we are so hungry for. We're almost more hungry for that than anything else. Mm. And so the healing happens in that. And I think, like you said, we maybe settle for the other meal because that's what we think is available. And it's what we think we should be doing. Yeah. We don't really know. Mm -hmm. Most women don't know. I didn't know. Well, I think there hasn't been permission. No, permission. To want more. No, there hasn't been permission to want more or a container to hold that and support that. And so I believe in immersion. I believe in um, people coming on retreat, like leaving their homes behind them, dropping into the container with lots of support and having five sessions. And so it's now it's five two-hour sessions unless they're in a mastery or a specialty retreat, which could be a three-hour session. Lots of time to feel, drop in, and metabolize the meal and be in a place where you get support mm-hmm. to metabolize the meal. When I was doing this on my own, I would go have a session, and then I'd have to go get the dry cleaning mm. or cook dinner for my family. Yeah, I didn't have the space and the time to really metabolize my meals. Mm-hmm. At Back to the Body, women have the space to do that. Yeah, And yes, permission. Which I think can be hard, and I would say there was some difficulty of that in reintegrating back into my routine, but I do think it invites you to maybe carve out more time to metabolize your meals in your day-to-day and prioritize that time. Granted, it's, you know, you can't necessarily be on, like, retreat 24-7. I mean, I guess you could if you make a business out of it, <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's, I think it can be hard sometimes to integrate, but it's sort of like, I guess it's like anything, whether that be someone who's doing plant medicine or regular therapy, like the integration is the key, you know? And and I love the idea of, we always ask women when they are going home, Mm -hmm. do you have a sex positive therapist to talk to when you get home? Yeah. You know, is there food in your refrigerator? You know, what have you, what do you, how are you planning for your reintegration? Into your home space. Yeah. And I, I think Which it might be really hard for people if they're going back to a partner who's not attuned and not, or not willing a, to get attuned. Or, or no partner. Or no partner. Yeah. And so what we do supply is ongoing support groups. Yeah. We have a, an online community and we do pop-ups mm-hmm. and there, there I are- I think you have some coming up, right? Yes. And and we ha- we're having an event. Well, those are free. Once you like say, I'm in- yeah. Even if you're a retreat. And look, not going to lie, it's relative. It's a pretty penny, but I think it's really worth it. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's like really expensive to <laughs> run. Uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I mean, we're talking about um, bucket list locations. We're talking about chefs. We're talking about actually paying practitioners mm-hmm. their value. Yeah. So they can worth support it. their families. Yeah. You know, and... So, yeah, it's expensive to run. It's expensive for mm-hmm. women to come. And women come again and again and again. <laughs> oh, ho, ho, ho. And yes, they do. Um, women come to find their orgasm. They come to find their arousal. They come, you know, sometimes they, they, they come in a transitional time in their life, um, recovering from breast cancer. Oh, yeah. The the diversity of people that I met. There's like me and 80-year-olds and and everything in between. And everything in between, which is, it's multi-generational and multi-stories. 
And, you know, for, for people who are interested in like, okay, I don't know that I'm ready to do a full retreat. I'm not sure that I'm ready to get on a table with a practitioner. What does that even look like? Yeah, where can someone start if well, they're not quite, I guess, read your book? Well, they can read your book. And on December, I'm going to say the dates. If I get it slightly wrong, you Sometime in December. So early <laughs> December, right after Thanksgiving, the first weekend. I think it's the, um, I think it's December 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. It's a Friday night and then a full day Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to have a lot of my team there. I'm going to have yeah. Cosmo Fiends and Court Fox and... Christy and Quim, female support there, and myself. And um, it's an incredible event. Yes, you'll see live demos. Yes, you're going to participate in various exercises of receiving mm-hmm. in a safe way. Nobody has to get naked. Nobody has to do anything. It's yeah. That's not what it's about. But I do teach Lotus Lift Meditation, which was featured on Oprah twice. And you're gonna, the women are going to get a lot. It's like a little slice, a little taste. And we call it permission. Because all the, everything that we're talking about, Nicoletta, is about women giving themselves permission. Mm-hmm. Not asking, yeah. honey, how do you feel about if? Not having to justify and that event um, is, I'll say the number, it's $750 for the weekend, and we're having an early bird special. So you can come for $650, like go to backtothebody.org, you'll see it there under portals, and come. It's going to be in L.A. in the Silver Lake area. So, and it's non-residential. So if you live locally, you can drive back and forth. If you're not local, women fly in for this because mm-hmm. it's not pricey. And they get a real taste of what this work and what permission, like radical permission. What do you think was most helpful in giving you permission to get into this? My hunger, my curiosity, Mm -hmm. my desire for more. And I knew it was about me. Yeah. Like I, I didn't feel that my marriage was broken. I didn't feel like my husband was incompetent erratically. Which is, I think, is a really important thing because so many people come to me who are, I mean, mostly people who are in monogamous things, and they just feel bad that it's, like, not enough or that they want more. Yeah. Or does that mean I should leave? Right. So you don't have to leave. And if you're going to leave, it would be better leaving embodied. Mm. So an embodied—there's nothing sexier than an embodied woman. And— that can look all kinds of ways. And it's not about the perfect weight or the perfect age or the perfect shape. You know, I'm deep into my 50s. I'm plump. You could even call me fat if you dare. Um, you know, what do we call it now? Curvy. Thick. Thick. <laughs> we, you know, and I can light up a room with my eroticism. And that's because I've turned on my pilot light. And everybody can do this. And it's, it's women come over to me and they say, can this work for me? And maybe the first year I did this, I couldn't answer yes. Mm-hmm. But 10 years later, I can say, hell yes. Yeah. This can work for you. It works for 97% of the women. And I think a part of that is the high team ratio to women you know, to have that kind of level of care, yeah. hence that price tag, you know, like very heavy staff to client ratios. I mean, I'm biased, obviously, but I also think even if this isn't your path, like, I hope this is permission 
to, to find what that is for you, whoever's listening. Absolutely. It's, it's time for women, especially now, when our rights are being taken away as women, when our, when our reproductive um, authority is being removed from us, we need to reclaim our bodies even more. We need to be even more self-confident in mm-hmm. our bodies. We need to stop asking permission. You know, it's that if I was a woman who needed to ask permission, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have had my hello, Leo, grand moment. Yeah. Like, I didn't need to ask. I earned money. Mm-hmm. It's my money. I spent it. I had an experience. I learned from it. It wasn't the experience I wanted. Yeah. So, you know, we don't always get the experience we want, even when we give ourselves permission to eat the cupcake. Mm-hmm. The cupcake may not, like, be the best cupcake. Oh, right? disappointing. Which, like, really is disappointing, <laughs> right? Yeah. $1,200 disappointing. Right. But it is, it's radical, even in today's world, for women to give themselves permission, for women to own themselves. You know what? The kids are quickie little story. So I grew up on Long Island, liberal, you know, my girlfriends were like fucking at 14, you know, and I, my, my best girlfriend won't mind me telling this story. She's got three daughters and it didn't matter if they were wanted to do ballet or eat graze grass and become vegan and, mm-hmm. you know, worship the stars. Yeah. And then when her daughter um, in college wanted to bring home her boyfriend, my girlfriend said, oh, my God. I don't know. What would the neighbors think? Mm-hmm. I don't know about her bringing. She's going to like have sex in my house. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. So your daughter has full freedom about what she's going to do academically. Mm-hmm. She has full freedom about her weight, her diet, you know, what she does with her life. But she still needs your permission and approval about what she does with her pussy. Mm-hmm. And my girlfriend went, Oh, my God. Pamela, thank you. And that's still the last thing, even among us liberal women who grew up in the 60s and the 70s, give them the 80s. (laughs) You know, we still hold on to the fact that our daughter's vulvas are the most precious and must be the most protected and that they can't actually be trusted with that. Mm, and learn the tools to to be safe to and be make, embodied to know ex- what feels good and what doesn't yeses and nos and all the things yeah and so that was such an eye opening moment when it came to her daughters there was a protectiveness and that comes from our mothers and our grandmothers well and that's a cultural thing too right like you're taught that that's your worth and so if you're trying to protect your kids and you think that that's their worth makes sense. And, and I think our mothers were, were absolutely doing the best they could with what they had. And yes, protecting our worth and, you know, all the things. And everyone knows the stories that goes with that. We yeah. don't have to go into that. But what the truth is, is that even now, mm-hmm. women, young women are still fumbling around with, is it okay to give myself permission to have pleasure? Is it, is it okay for me to have sexual partners? Mm-hmm. Is it... What does that mean? What does that say about me? Mm-hmm. Or fear of their vulva. Mm-hmm. We have women who have never seen their vulvas, let alone touch them. Yeah. And some of these women 
are highly educated. So permission's a big deal. Yeah. And if you could just start with, how am I going to give myself permission in this day mm-hmm. to live the life I want to live? That's a great exercise. So if folks are ready to give themselves permission, how can they sign up for this upcoming event, get in touch, all the things, all the pro- things. promote the things, promote the things. Yeah. Well, and I'm sad because I want to talk more, but well, we'll maybe just have you, to come back. Maybe you'll have me back. So maybe, visit, you'll, maybe vi- you'll come back. Maybe I will come, come back, back again. again and then one more time. <laughs> so visit back to the body.org. Um, if you're interested in this portal event in LA, the first weekend in December, and you want the early bird discount, go to the box that says portals. If you're curious about our retreats, um, we are filling retreats now in, um, I think I may have one spot in Costa Rica in January, and we're filling um, France, and we're, which is, mm. yeah, which is in the spring, and Colorado, um, which is going to be June. Um, there are lots of retreats. Go, just go see, check them out. We have payment plans. We work with people. There are online courses. And if you want to give yourself permission to give yourself some great sensation toys, um, visit Everybody Can Squirm, Everybody Squirm, at go to Instagram. Um, it's also on my website. And we have a discount code for you, BTTB20. And I think you'll have the links on yes, the site. Yes, that will be in the episode description uh, for Everybody Squirm. So even if I'm saying it wrong right now, you'll you'll have it all. <laughs> yes. Because I always get nervous about getting the right thing. And if you want to like free content, oh my God, do I produce it. So follow me on Instagram at the Pamela Madsen for even longer, better writing. Honestly, Facebook. I know people like cringe around Facebook, but I I have lots of great writing on Facebook. And so, and I'm verified there. So you find Pamela Madsen with the blue check. I am not the famous um, orchestra woman named Pamela Madsen <laughs> who gets a lot of my mail. Well, so have you ever connected? <laughs> um, no, but you often will forward this and say, "I think this is meant for you, dear." Um, so I, I she and do a little like yeah, uh, what's so that Freaky Friday swap? Yeah, so she's like very well known as yeah. well, but in another world. So you can find lots of free content online courses, visit the website, and, you know, come out to the portal. Give yourself permission. Just give yourself permission to look. Mm -hmm. What if you just gave yourself permission to be a voyeur? Go on the website. Nobody's looking. And, you know, watch the videos. I don't know. They're always looking. I don't know. I don't know. But but (laughs) see see what's possible. Because you can have all this in a safe way that's not funky. That's not weird, that is being studied, that's reproducible. And we want women to have radical permission. So, you know, good luck to you, Leo Grand. (laughs) And that's an option. And there are others that are a bit more contained and a bit more epicurean. Well, thank you for the permission. Not that I needed it from you, but I appreciate the permission. Um, Listeners, if you want to follow what I'm doing, I'm obviously on Instagram at Sluts and Scholars, on Twitter at Sluts Scholars. You can listen anywhere you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen. It is helpful. Check out the advertiser discounts and back to the body. Thank you. Sluts and Scholars.